What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we're coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend to debrief in an effort to send biblical truth. And what better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm one of your hosts, Caleb Pearson. Joining me again in the host spotlight, dear friend and pal of mine, goes by the name of Mark Francis. What is up? Mark, how you doing? Excellent. Good to be here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for doing I'm this ready with me. To, oh, absolutely. So I've been on here with multiple Sanfords before, yeah. and Ben laughs at me anytime I start my intro. So I, I appreciate it. I saw him laughing, and I was like, I was ready to cut you off and just yeah. laugh. But I'm just thinking, he's more like, polite about it. How much caffeine does he drink for this? He, he's more polite about it, though. But I think Ben, deep down, wants me to mess up. Uh, he's back with us, back in the pulpit this weekend, Tim Sanford. Tim, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing great, too. Good. 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 How are you doing, Caleb? I'm you had good. a long, busy weekend. I did, man. Yes. Willow weekend was a, a success. Okay. Yeah, we uh, heard you were complaining about only getting five hours of sleep. See, that was a gift and a blessing. Uh, yeah, five hours of sleep for the how weekend. Many, how many kids? 113 kids, 20 volunteers yes. um, down at uh, Camp Willow Springs, right on the uh, Lake Gaston, Virginia, North Carolina border. And man, it was a blast. It I saw set, a few it, pictures. It, it set uh, such a cool relational tone for the year. The yeah. volunteers connecting with students, students inviting friends and... Yeah. It, God is good, man. Good. Yeah. How was, was um, Barry Wan Kenobi? The Star Wars theme gauntlet was great. Uh -huh. So every year there's this massive mystery conspiracy <clears throat> high school night game yeah, that's sure. themed around something. You, you'd assume any student with half a brain would think I'd lean into Star Wars for it, but they were not expecting it, and it was very fun. We dressed up my dad as Barry One Kenobi and had lightsabers, and <laughs> yeah. it was a blast. Oh, the yeah. word on the street that I heard was that you were so excited about the game that you were giddy like a schoolgirl introducing it. <laughs> were you talking to Pierce? So, uh, Is this from know, Pierce? Yes, yeah. It's from somebody. It, yeah. yeah. That you it were was. so excited about it was all this time of year game. this time of year boys ministry years are like getting kicked off and all the kids go to school and, and you know you're so ready to be there for them on these evenings when you have them it's just a special time yeah but yeah we're back all right let's jump into a, a sunday in review okay. then i'm gonna go mark's way first then your way uh unpacking just uh, kind of a pivot uh for yep. our weekend service and what's to come yeah so. i mean i I'll, I'll share a little bit about where this is now going this is the study in the book of acts and it's titled The Triumph of the Gospel. I can't wait. So there, there's a lot to unpack with even that title. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. But mm. I know that Mark Carey was out of town, so he tapped you, Tim, to, to come in and give a character study on, um, on Luke. And I, I love how it wasn't just about Luke. It was looking at like the idea of what goes on behind mm -hmm. the scenes and why should we do character studies. Yeah. yeah. You know? And yeah. so... Then it, it, it turns into a more of a self-reflection time as well. I'm like, well, mm. what's my character like? Sure. <laughs> you know? Sure, yeah. So um, that, yeah. that's what hit home for me. And um, yeah, so I'm just kind of curious for you of the, the idea of that character development of, of Luke. And I know you met with our worship team and you kind of had some mm. glimmering of ideas. Humility was one of the first ones that came up to you about Luke, but... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, how do you dive into a character study on somebody that where there's not a lot of information yeah. about him? Yeah, you that know? was. I thought that was a bit of a challenge too. I thought, man, this is. Um, <laughs> it's it's not like again like some that you can go to and there's a ton of information and you can gain a real good feel from all of these different episodes of their life, kind of a thing. You know, Luke really <clears throat> stays in the background as far as <clears throat> all that he's talking about himself. So there's a lot that you have to. You have to really kind of pay attention to, I think, to pick up some of that stuff. But mm -hmm. um, 
again, no surprise to us, quality individuals that the Lord is um, working through because they become quality as really those qualities of his, of the Lord's, are being born out, right? Like yeah. worked out in their life. So yeah. Yeah. really neat. Hmm. And <clears throat> I'll keep asking questions, Caleb. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think? I'll jump in. Okay. Yeah. And so when you're looking at a character study like that, why you answered this in the sermon, but unpack a little bit more. Why is that important? Why is it important for us to know more yeah. about the writer, the author? Yes, the writer is God. The writer is the Holy Spirit. But utilizing us human people <laughs> to right. be his vessel yeah. in this case, why is that important, especially here for the book of Acts? Well, I mean, I think it's important for other reasons besides the study that you're doing, but to just stick to that question. It helps me to position myself, to put myself in as much as I can into that writer's perspective and say, okay, now what's he looking at? What's he trying to do with this, right? So that I'm less prone, let's say, to look at it from another angle and then come away with something that he never intended to say on that. Hmm. So there are certain things in as a as a person, because God doesn't change that personality or, or blank it out when he's using that person, right? He actually works through that personality. So as I understand that, then that again can help me to begin to see some of, um, I, like I referenced Peter, for example, right. that whole ebb and flow of his, you know, boldness at times. And then he would pull back and you see him like, uh, multiple expressions in his life of man pleasing. So many times when he's called, quote, called on the carpet or thinks he's going to be called on the carpet, he explains it and he kind of, he's trying to make some room for he himself. He jumps right in. He's like, I'm going to justify what yeah. I'm doing right now. Yeah. yeah. And he gets himself into trouble, right? <laughs> right. Because he's a man pleaser. You, you've got people coming from Jerusalem. He's been eating together with these Gentiles. These guys show up. Hey, I'm out of this, right? And so Paul has to stand up to him and say something. Well, you hmm. see a... Um, you see a character that's being developed as you study him through the Gospels and Acts. So then when you go to read First and Second mm. Peter, and now you got you have a guy who's saying, for example, well, we have a more sure word, right? This is a guy who was on the Mount of Transfiguration. He's this is the guy who out of his own mouth said, Well, I know what we're gonna do. We'll make a booth for each one of these and <laughs> hear him, you know, the Lord says, right? So for him to say, we have a more sure word. And yet he's had all of this experience. There are some people who would, uh, I'll, I'll use this term, they worship experience. They're looking for their next experience because they somehow think that that is what is to be pursued and sought after. But here's a guy who's had those kinds of things and says, but we have a more sure word. So in other words, we're going back to what does the word of God have to say? So it helps me position myself in that and value the things that he's that he's telling me. I, mean, I think there's there's something else that comes along with that that's encouraging, and that is to to remind myself and, and those around me, like God has been using people since the beginning, yeah. uh, and and yes, it's His word, yes, it's inspired. But when you start to realize what they're going through and what they've experienced and how raw and real this is. I, I talked a little bit with our students this past week. Uh, the Bible is not just some spiritual book. It's also a historical book. There's some yeah. true history, yes. real concrete things that happened right. that we can glean from. And and the, the more I grow in my faith and the more specifically I learn about Scripture and study it, the more 
I am encouraged when I can identify with with a Joseph we use as an example, or can identify with a Luke and start to think, okay, like it, uh, a me- in the medical field of his time, and right. he's recounting accounts of of what this Jesus guy did. That's not super mystical and spiritual. Right. It's just God preserving yep. what in fact did happen, yep. and, and that's exciting. The, and even the medical component for Luke mm-hmm. tells us a little something about being yes. meticulous and attention to detail, yeah. and mm-hmm. somebody who really is going to seek after, you know, what's the right answer here? And how can I care for people? I mean, there's a caring component of looking Mm -hmm. to take care of people. So he's caring for the flock of who he's writing to. And like you mentioned, Mike Lukens called called you out and be like, yes, he is a disciple, but he's also a disciple maker with his heart of that. I I appreciated that added bonus there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) I, I describe it as like we're taking off the lab coat right? We're now getting our hands dirty. We're not, we're not just in a classroom and we're trying to, to, um, you know, do some kind of, uh, experiment. We're actually out in the field. That's what it's like. Mm -hmm. We're, we're, we're realizing that this is living. This is, this went on. There were real people. They struggled with some of the same things that we struggled with. And so as we identify with that, then there's the enemy loves to tell us that, um, well, you can't ever do that. Like God could never use you in that kind of stuff. And we believe that, right? But then we see a guy like a Peter who <laughs> stumbling all over the place. Listen, I'll just tell you, I'm a man pleaser. I like for people to like me and I find myself tempted to do things in order to get them to like me. It's just that simple. And so I watch him and I see how God has used him. And I think, well, you know what? He's a man pleaser too. And God was teaching him over the years well, I can have confidence that he'll teach me and I can have confidence that that will become less and less of a of a hindrance to me as I respond to the spirit of God who you know points his finger at that and says, "Tim, here's a struggle that you're that you got. You need to trust me for that because you're more afraid of what they'll think about mm. you than what I think about you, mm. right?" Like mm. and I love how you're instantly giving your own application or giving yourself application based off of the idea, let's do a character study of somebody in the Bible and scriptures and not just leave it at that, not just leave it as a historical information. But now you're saying just even with your anecdote, what does this mean to me and how can I shape my life to be more Christ-like based off of what I'm gleaning out of scripture from somebody else. And and having that self-reflection I think is valuable Mm -hmm. and how we ended the service with the spiritual checkup I, I mm-hmm. love because this is something that we've done as a church for the last few years and sporadic of like where it is in the year and sporadic of where it is in the worship service. But here, this is kind of a launching of the fall ministry, launching of like what's going on around yeah. here and putting it at the end of this sermon specifically of looking right. at a character in the Bible and what does that mean to us? Now let's, let's self-reflect. Yeah. <laughs> let's look at ourselves. Yeah. And, and if you didn't, didn't get a chance to fill it out, you can actually still do it. It's online. So you can go online and fill out the spiritual yeah. checkup yeah. just for your own internal sake of, okay, where am I with the Lord? Um, and, and, and then also what are some takeaways? There's a, mm-hmm. the, the insert there. Well, if I'm not doing so great with my spouse and, and how I relate to her, what are some things that we can do together to help with that? And yeah. there's tools and resources yeah. that the church is providing. Yeah. So it, I just, I found yeah. the entire worship time, again, not just the sermon itself, but a, a draw and a call for yeah. us to, to grow, to be more Christ-like and to look into scripture of what is God calling us to be? Yeah. <laughs> what's his character? And then hmm. what's my character yeah. based off yeah. of that? 
Sorry, I'm looking at the spiritual checkup right now. Good for you. I wasn't here this weekend. Good for I watched you. online, but I'm looking at it. Now you didn't fill, fill it out, out while we talked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cool, but I will say I, I, I'm not going to keep doing it. Based on what you click at the beginning, it mm -hmm. like adapts. It does. Yeah. It, it adapts. That's very cool. And it also says find your plan here. And if you click on the plan, that's that's the that's action sweet. steps of things that, yeah. that you can do it. based off of how yeah. do you want to grow? Do you want to connect? Do you want to serve? Yeah. And those are the things that at FBC we've been really calling people to. And so if you really feel a need to grow spiritually, well, mm. there's new biblical training center classes going on. There's mm -hmm. join a community group. You know, there's all these other ways that you can grow yeah. and mm -hmm. connect yeah. and serve. I will say this about that, like, okay, so you reference um, making <laughs> right. that applicable, yeah. right? What does that look like? Well, why why can we do that? Why can I why can I um, study a guy like Peter and say, hey, he's a man pleaser, and then identify myself in that same way? I think that a key to all of that is knowing who I am in Christ, and I'm not talking intellectually, although that's a portion of that, but I mean that 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 growth where my heart is settling down more and more into, well, this is what God says is true about me. So for example, I know in Ephesians chapter one, verse six, that it tells me I'm accepted because of Christ. I'm accepted in the beloved. So I, I can have, I can grow to a place where I'm free to say, Hey guys, I'm a man pleaser. And you guys even reject me over that. Well, we want nothing to do with him, right? Why? If the value of who Christ says that I am because of him, is more to me than what you guys say, then I'm free to do that. And there's um, there's honesty and there's worship of the Lord. And there's even maybe a connection that occurs. Oh, I think that way, but I would never say that, for example, mm -hmm. right? But when I act as if like, well, that's not even true about me, when in reality is I'm, I'm denying then truth, but I'm denying it because I'm not living on a foundation. And I think that... Um, that spiritual checkup is the same. If that is if that is done through a foundation of well, I got to check this off and this off. And, oh, I'm doing good with that, and right. so pretty soon now, I, like, hey, three out of five isn't so bad. I'm a pretty <laughs> good believer, right. right? Right. Like, so now it becomes a performance foundation as opposed to well, who am I in Christ? I mm. can be honest about that and look at that. Go, mm, you know what, Lord? Thanks for reminding me mm. on this one because I have just let that one slide, and we do mm -hmm. all the time. So we mm -hmm. need that constant reminder of um these are these are things that are important to the that's Lord. good because that is truly the heart of that checkup mm -hmm. oh, not yeah, for sure not to be a checklist right. not to either right. not to make you be prideful and oh yeah i'm doing well or not to make you just be depressed because i'm not doing anything yes. right mm -hmm. yes. but to just have that heart yes. of being open and willing to have god speak to me like oh yeah let's yep. let's work yep. on that yep you know mm. yep. and to to embrace that mentality that he's speaking towards, easier said than done, unfortunately, at times for us, to also surround ourselves with other people who agree with that mentality too, so right. that so that iron can sharpen iron a little bit, and we're right. all operating out of that who they are in Christ versus how they are at the time or whatever yeah. the circumstance brings on. That's where the rubber meets the road in community groups and small groups and all these different shoulders you can you can brush against throughout the week to say, okay, they're they're in my life. And I think one of the potential pitfalls and one of the hesitancies people have to get involved in churches, I don't want them to know me that well. Mm. I want them to know me this well. Yeah. Um, but there is yeah. something so freeing. It's the same with the way Christ penetrates our hearts and he moves through his people and to have a, a community group and, and a, an opportunity to hear from and be prayed over and pray for others, it starts to help, help the church shine, and I think it raises the value of the local church in the life of an individual. And I love how uh, you say that, because 
last night we launched our community group. We on this podcast, Alicia and I talk all the time about, yeah. oh, we had our community group last night, so yeah. let's talk about yeah. what happened. It was the relaunching of our group. So we hadn't met in a while, and we had a new couple in. And nice. so there's there's at least 15 of us, you know, so there's yeah. a lot. So it, we were able to kind of relaunch and recast a vision of what we're trying to do and what's our purpose. Hmm. And launching off of the sermon, because we review the sermon, there wasn't a lot of time to talk and discuss with, with, with a lot of people, too. It's challenging. Mm, right. So I posed the question of, okay, looking at how we did a character study on Luke, what are, let's self-reflect. What would you consider to be your strengths and your weaknesses? What would you be considered to be your kind of positive character attribute mm. and then something to work on? And people were able to be vulnerable, just like mm -hmm. what you're talking about, Caleb, of like open up and share. Okay, you know, you heard people say, oh, yeah, I, I can be judgmental or, oh, yeah, sometimes I don't care enough about people or, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, sometimes I get too obsessed with my work or, you know, there, there's, yeah. and and then it is able, now we're able to learn more about each other and encourage mm -hmm. each other in those areas. And it was, yeah. it was a nice, it was a neat launch to, to have cool. this specific sermon be on the week that we're launching was able to kind of be a, an open invitation. Let's get a little yeah. deeper, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. My community group launches next week. You got me all excited. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Tim, here's a question for you. Uh, we, we, we've kind of branded this thing, this Acts series that we're embarking on, and we've called it Acts, the triumph of the gospel. Why Why the triumph of the gospel? Why is that something we want to... Well, I, because, um, you know, we know it starts out there with the Lord telling us to go and teach and teach them to observe, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're told to do that, and then you begin to see that happen. Mm -hmm. And I think um, I think the stories that are related in there, from, from somewhat of a human perspective, like, uh, okay, so you have persecution there in Jerusalem, mm -hmm. right? And um, people are getting killed off. Paul's, or Saul at that time, is one of these dudes who's, you know, part of all that. And, you know, in a movie, if you were watching that, you'd think, uh oh, things are in trouble, right? Mm. And yet God is able to use that to, it's like, hey, I told you guys to start here in Jerusalem, but I told you to go into Judea, Samaria, and uttermost parts of the earth. And they didn't right away. So he bumps them out, right? <laughs> and next thing you know, you find out, well, the believers who went to blah, 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 they went there and they began to share Christ, right? And so you see what looks like to be... Um, maybe a bit of a disaster or potential for a disaster. Mm. Oh, wow. God is able to redeem that kind of thing and, and, and bring about his own purposes through that. And you just see that just keep going and going and going who, you know, I've heard people talk about like uh, Paul or Saul at that time, and they relate him to some of the terrorist guys of today. And they would say it would be like one of those guys getting saved. Right. Mm. So you think about that and realize, wow, there's another example of the triumph of the gospel. You know, Paul, why are you kicking against me? Yeah. Why are you doing this? And he realizes, well, man, that's a shift for him, right? Like a, mm. a total change in life. And that's just one example. And there's many of them where the gospel is just able to overcome. And like I said in, in the series, you know, we're going we're gonna to see that in the book of Acts, but really that's just the first chapter. We can have confidence that that gospel is triumphing even to this very day. Mm -hmm. And it's going to continue to, because what God has said he's going to do, he will do. There's no doubt about that. And we can, um, we can be a part of that. 
I think Justin you hit it right there as well. And I, Caleb, I'm not going to be here next week, but when mm-hmm. Mark comes and shares, I know next week's sermon, he'll be, he'll be touching on that as well. Mm-hmm. And really as it relates to, yes, what God did in the book of Acts, he's still doing today, and yeah. he will be triumphing in the future, goes all the way back to the foundations of the world, mm-hmm. back to the very beginning of time. And looking at the character of God of how he continues to triumph past, present, and future right. is is remarkable how God just weaves his story all throughout right. time from the foundations of the world all the way to where he's going to be reigning and we're going to be with him. Yep. You know, And mm-hmm. so there's yep. this constant triumph that happens on a regular daily basis that you can see and not just look at the book of Acts as a history <laughs> book, right. mm-hmm. but a lesson about the character of God and how right. he miraculously shares and reveals his gospel to yeah. the world through these people, yeah. and through these stories and, and how... Yeah. The, the mission field just takes shape yep. in just mm-hmm. a quick couple year period. Yep. Well, the, yeah, go so ahead. I was just going to say one of the ways that plays out for us right now is, okay, we can look in the book of Acts and we can see difficulties that the believers faced. Well, guess what we're happening with us now? We're facing difficulties, <laughs> right. right? Right. And w- you hear people talk as if, oh my word, this is all terrible and what's going to happen? And there's anxiety and we're biting our fingernails down to the quick and all, all this kind of stuff instead of saying, well, wait a minute, isn't he the same God who was there in the book of Acts? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And is he actually, that's why I wanted to finish there in Ephesians, you know, with like, he's mm-hmm. bringing all these things together so that we mm-hmm. can look at that and go, well, then today, whatever is the circumstances of today, God is bringing all, that's all part of his plan. Right. Take a deep breath, relax. He's going someplace and he's inviting us to get on board with him. And does that mean easy street? No, it actually means there's going to be difficulties for us, right? But we know who wins and we can be a part of all of that and trust him and rest right in the middle of whatever, political chaos, economic chaos, pick any kind of chaos you want to pick that puts us on edge that we don't have to be. Mm-hmm. It just it yeah. just meets us right now today where we're at right yeah. yeah yeah the Bible accounts for it and and we'll see a lot throughout the book of Acts that tells us a lot about the church too and 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 why we do what we do and what matters and what values d- does the local church yeah. offer and provide and it's also cool to think about as we finish Acts and as we gain our understanding of this book there therein comes the character study of Paul. And and we learn a lot about his backstory yes. and his background, yeah. and it it a lot of those other New Testament books mm. now can be seen in kind right. of a cooler light. Of yeah. this right. is he's writing yeah. Galatia, and he he gives a, a little bit of a portfolio resume of here's all uh, very quick, but here's yes. all the things mm-hmm. I was doing. Yes. I was high up in the religious this, religious that, and yeah. you can read through that and go, huh, well, that's good to know. But now to think yeah. you go to it and you're like, yeah, you're right, you were, and yeah. it's just or then shipwrecked multiple times, you're and right. bitten by yep. snakes, and you know, yeah. imprisoned yep. and tortured, yep. and it just yep. I don't know, half to death. The, Bi- <laughs> the Bible does such a good job making the rest of itself more palatable, and when we yeah. embrace God's word like that, it's yeah. special stuff happens. Well, it's, and it's not just. You, Tim, preaching the sermon series. I mean, this is you um, kicking it off, yeah. right? And then Mark carries and continue, yeah. but he's going to tap both of you guys, yeah. I believe, yeah. over the course yeah. of however many months. Yeah. So yeah. Un- unpack kind of what your vision is of like where I mean, we have no idea how long this series is going to take, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't really care. Who cares? Let's yeah. slow down and take it up. But it's going to be, you know, a variety of you guys teaching, yeah. right? It'll take us in the next year in probably quite a ways in the next year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the three of us will will handle that. Mark will carry the bulk of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be picking up some of the 
some of the other pieces. The hard, he'll it. give you the hard topics that yeah. he doesn't want to cover, right? That's his Did you wonder about yeah. that, Caleb? Hey, um, why did he choose this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to talk yeah. to Mark. You, yeah. Get him at that table and ask him here on yeah. record. Yeah, once yeah, seriously. But no, yeah, it's I think it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Um, mm. and it's you know, Mark does a good job not pigeonholing a sermon series and saying, here's exactly how long it's gonna go. And and I actually appreciate that. Yeah, uh, we, we you know we have it mapped out for the significant future and foreseeable future, but it'll be cool to see how the church responds and how we're feeling, and, yeah. and as we progress through the book, kind of figure out that pacing, and that way we're just you know we're continuing continually listening for the Lord as right. we as we unpack Scripture, yeah, yeah. Um, and and the, the church has an opportunity to respond to that too with with a church focus yeah. and and and, and yeah. emphasis on like evangelism and stuff coming yeah. up. It, it, it's fun for us, too, because so the three of us are going to have to have some level of coordination, sure. right? Like we've got to be yeah. connecting together on this so that there's continuity and flow. Um, so there, there's a certain yeah. amount of that that's just it's just enjoyable. It is very, it is very enjoyable. There you yeah. go. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, part of me is like, should I decide to to stand at the pulpit the whole time, or should I move around like Tim, or maybe <laughs> not even do, look at notes maybe at do? <laughs> there's no, there's you, you be careful. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a blessing to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what's what's coming up uh, over the next couple of weeks? We can point people wow. towards. That is a head scratcher. There are so many things that have launched yeah. launched and are launching currently. I would just say go to the website and also go to the Fellowship Family Podcast. Because each Friday we're releasing episodes that are Dude, introducing the BTC thing. things. Yes, it has it has a ton of views already. People are watching. That's it. great. And That's and so on this good. coming Friday is going to be um, information about children's ministry. Okay. Um, my hope and goal is the following week we'll talk about the worship ministry and choir and orchestra because uh, mm. people have forgotten about that. COVID uh, yeah. kind of knocked that out, and we're relaunching that. So there's so a lot is on the scenes of things that are going on here. That's my highlight. Is Check out the podcast, go to the website for all the different events and activities um, that are coming up. And you you briefly touched on the fact that in the winter, in January, is going to be a new, it's historically called the family ministry focus, but it's really a church-wide focus. And that is now going to be on evangelism. We don't have a title I briefly touched yet. on it because I didn't know if I was allowed to say You are allowed so to say thank it. You. So you we will be shaping that. You'll be hearing some buzzwords that are related to evangelism that we mm. will be um Mark is excited about it because he he sees how it interrelates with Acts, mm-hmm. and I think even leading up to that, we'll be touching on well, how does this God story of the triumph of the gospel not just impact our lives, but how are we then called to share it with others yeah. and and model what is being done. Yeah through the stories and through what God did in the book yeah. of Acts. We're still called to do that today. So even with evangelism, you take this phrase, the triumph of the gospel. Guess what? It also applies to, to us as individuals. Mm-hmm. Like how many of us would raise our hand and say that we're afraid or we have reluctance when there's an opportunity to witness, right? Like we mm-hmm. hold back on that kind of stuff. But then as the Spirit of God begins to work out the truth of the gospel in our own lives, and we go through like the book of Acts, and we begin Mm. to see him at work. I mean, they went everywhere preaching the word, right? So that, again, begins to impact us in, if I can use that word triumph, there becomes a triumph in our own hearts against our fear. Now I'm going to say something, and it's the Mm. gospel is triumphing even within the depth of my own heart, not Mm. just around the world, although that's wonderful (laughs) too, right? But it's personal as well. Yeah, and Mm. I just say one little thing. My soapbox here would be, yes, our typical thing to say is, well, come to church with me or Mm -hmm. go to church. There's nothing wrong with that. But people in Acts weren't saying, hey, 
come over to my church and you'll learn about the gospel. Right. Right. They're, they're saying it, they're doing That's it, right. and mm-hmm. living it out. Yep. And so mm-hmm. not reliant on an institution of a church to do the work of right. sharing the gospel, but doing it themselves. Yep. And I think that's going to be one of the things that hopefully will come out of this focus is not just end it with, hey, people come to Easter with me. Right. But sure. man, how can we share the gospel before right. Easter hits to right. where it's not just this one time big, right. you know, one thing a year that non Christians go to, right. you know, and say, oh, just yeah. come to eat, come to church with me. You'll you'll hear about yeah. Jesus. Let me t- let me tell you about Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I need work in that. And I I'll need, tell I you need that, to grow that's in that another area. one of the triumph of the gospel. You know, it says, "Word of God says the power of God unto salvation." Right. Mm-hmm. So if I think that, well, it, it all depends on my oration, how I communicate that. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be careful about our communication because I do believe that we should. Mm -hmm. But when I begin to think that the weight of that is on my shoulders in how Mm -hmm. I do all Mm -hmm. of that, Mm -hmm. instead of realizing, no, the the gospel is, it can triumph on its own, right? Someone said, it's a lion, let it out. Like, let it get Mm -hmm. out and do what it's supposed to do. So you begin to share with a person Really, some of it's just your own testimony. This is yeah. what I put my trust in because this is what the Word of God says, and now I have eternal life, and you can too. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the Spirit of God can use that yeah. and, and bring conviction and that's, to a that's heart. that's what saves. We're not here to be successful. We're here to be obedient. Yeah. And when you realize 7.8 billion people, every single one of them bears the image of Christ yeah. and has a God-sized hole in their heart, every evangelism opportunity is home field advantage for God to work. And mm. there's something encouraging and exciting about that. I so, like that little yeah. ending bunny we'll, trail we'll, that we just went on. We'll, <laughs> unpack, we'll get yeah. to unpack that over the yeah. coming months. But Tim, thank you for being here, my man. Oh, you're welcome. Always a pleasure. Mark, I love you, buddy. I'm here Thanks for, for being here. You got it. Uh, as a reminder to our viewers and listeners, you can find us all over the place on your favorite podcast platform, Sermon Spotlight. We pop right up. Other than that, fbcva.org is where you can find us. The fact of the matter, everybody, is that sermons are not meant to just take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love, God bless.